Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ah, Tuesday morning. What is up? Richmond Michael Phillips here, MP on the mic. First show of 2024. Welcome aboard. Same great places as always. And I intend the fan. We're now 105.1 and crystal clear FM. You catch us worldwide on the free Odyssey app with the rewind button. And of course, all major podcast platforms. Really good show for you today as we focus on breaking down the commanders. Uh, I'm partially back uh, from the holidays. Uh, I am still in D.C. We'll do a live from Ashburn show tomorrow uh, back in studio Thursday. Uh, I'm fired up for that because that'll be on the heels of VCU St. Bonaventure. We'll dive into that in a second. Of course, super excited for that game. Uh, for now, though, still with family, so pre-recorded this show just a just a little bit earlier. Uh, not anything major. Uh, we'll run back the same show in both hours for you today. If you catch one hour, you've caught the whole thing. We'll put the whole thing on the podcast uh, as we do, uh, and then we'll be back live tomorrow, which I'm looking forward to because we've got a lot going on in the world of sports. So, of course, have a focus on the Commanders. They played on Sunday uh, against the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, it, you know, I don't think you're super interested in what happened between the lines. I'll give you my observations, but it's a lot of a healthy dose of looking towards the future, as you'd expect. Uh, my chat with Ben Standing at the bottom of the hour uh, of The Athletic. You guys know Ben. He has great insights into the team. Uh, had an article over the weekend on where they go from here, specific to the general manager search, which I think is a topic a lot of you are interested in but do not know a lot about, as general managers are less famous than football coaches. That is how that works and we'll come back wrap it up with some college football thoughts after a busy new year's day of football so excited for all that we're just a minute away from my chat with cleland farrell after the game uh he is uh, from richmond i uh, went to benedictine prep uh was a standout there clemson the raiders and now is with the niners we had a great chat after the game uh really honest about how He's grown uh, and, and how being a part of the 49ers and making that decision in free agency uh, seems to have really benefited him uh, and set him up to stick in the league uh, for a while, I believe. Also had a chance to chat with Trent Young, Trent Williams and Chase Young. There you go. First mistake of 2014. Put it in the books. Won't be the last one, I promise you. That Cleveland Farrell had a sack of Sam Howell this weekend. Uh, so that's a great chat. We'll get to that in a minute. VCU hoops, though. You know that's my topic. You know I'm passionate about that. Uh, you know I'm excited for what's coming Wednesday at the Siegel Center. And we will go deep 
on this tomorrow because I am fired up about that. Uh, VCU St. Bonaventure, what a way to kick off the A-10 season. Uh, everybody's 0-0 zero zero in conference play. Uh, it's a really good A-10 this year. It's a league that has a very legitimate case to have two bids, which I'm certainly excited about. The a 10 success is everybody's success as far as VCU is concerned, uh, and so things are outstanding in that regard. Uh, they finished with a couple of cupcakes, obviously, going into the break. We were off last week, didn't do the show last week. Uh, if you missed our show from the 23rd, where we counted down the 20 best sports moments of the year, make sure to catch that on the podcast with VCU. On Saturday, took care of business against Gardner-Webb. A couple lines that I'll pull out for you from that game, uh, which I enjoyed watching. Uh, 22 for Bearstow, for Sean Bearstow. 17 for Max Shulga, right? So that's 39 for the Utah State crew. Those are the two guys who followed Ryan Odom here uh, from Utah State. Bearstow hasn't been playing because he's been hurt. Shulga has been playing. It speaks to they know the system. They feel comfortable in the system. They feel comfortable dictating the pace as well. They're going to be leaned on uh, to set the tone throughout this year. I mean, that that was a big part of Ryan Odom's plan was to get these guys in and really get them acclimated, get them in the system, uh, have some productive offensive, uh, offensive guys, and he's got that. But you got two others I want to pull out here offensively as well. Because I do think offensively, that's the focus, right? I think the defense has been good all year. I really do. By the way, you catch it? McNeese State beat Michigan the other day, right? McNeese State's a good team. These guys played some good teams. Their defense has been good all year, though. VCU's defense has been good all year. Uh, it's just the offense. They needed that offensive shot in the arm. Barristow's back. Joe Bamisil. Very efficient, 21 points in 25 minutes. Uh, and then Toby Lawal, Toby won Kenobi, 14 points in 16 minutes. Love seeing that for the Rams. So we got that St. Bonaventure game on tap uh, tomorrow night, Wednesday night, uh, 9 o'clock tip of the stew. Hope everybody's there. We'll go deep on that tomorrow. Get you fired up for that. I know AWOD Radio will as well. He's back from the break. He's fired up to take over from me at noon. All right, but as promised, uh, chatted after the game, went inside the 49ers locker room for a minute, uh, did some bits with Trent Williams. We'll talk about that. Saw Chase Young. We'll talk about that. But the, the interview I'm really excited to bring you is this one. I uh, had a chance to chat with Cleland Farrell, uh, who's from Richmond, uh, Benedictine High. Uh, had a great career at Clemson, of course. A great career at Benedictine, goes without saying, as a cadet. Was taken with the number four overall pick in the draft by the Raiders, who are now the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, and that set him back in a lot of ways. Those were a rough four years. He was labeled a bust, but he was a free agent this past year. He chose to go to the Niners. We go into why he does that. Um, I think you'll really enjoy this chat. So this is Cleland Farrell of the San Francisco 49ers, Benedictine guy, uh, after Sunday's win, uh, 49ers win over the Commanders. All right, let's start with this. How, how good has this year been for you, Ted? Man, it's been, it's been a blessing. You know, obviously football is something that we played growing up and it's always been you know our biggest passion but anytime you can be around a special team or a special group of guys like it definitely enhances everything so it's been nothing but a blessing i'm taking it one day at a time not just focusing on the work but you know also just being thankful for it so it's been good like i, I knew you've been working hard every year but yeah. it's, it's easier to do when you got a group like this right like <laughs> you know you're playing for the one seed and you're playing all these things right 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 no it definitely keep, gives keeps you, a, you going it gives you a little bit more incentive to you know just get that little bit extra for sure for sure, for sure. nice what was that 
process like for you coming from the Raiders to here and deciding where to go and, and how that all shook out? Uh, I mean, it, it, most of it came down to just my relationships around the league. You know, this is a brotherhood. So anytime a player dealing with free agency, you can kind of get you, – you, it's pretty. Most guys can kind of find somebody on that team that'll really give you just some advice on what it's going to be like. I feel like Eric Armstead was one that was really, really big for me. Um, just I trained with him the all season, and he kind of gave me the reassurance of what it was going to be like here. And I just, you know, I kind of trusted him, and uh, it's been nothing but, 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 but paying off. So it's really good. What are those things that kind of? Yeah, the team's good, but you know, I think your friend also how they treat you, how the team is, all that. Right. What, what are some of those things that really speak to you? I think I think the biggest thing is just that you know people here care about the individual you know what I mean and the individual not to say like it's about each individual person but people you know every one of your teammates you know when you walk by somebody how you doing you know what's your, you know how you doing we care about each other it's, it's just a, a much different you know atmosphere not to say we didn't have that at the Raiders but it was a lot it was a lot of other outside factors that was going on that where you really couldn't focus on just your teammates you know what I mean so it's been a it's been a, a, a blessing man I'm, I'm really enjoying myself that's awesome we, we oh, say yeah. you get the sack today you feel like yeah. you're starting to remind everybody what, yeah. what you can be oh yeah oh yeah most definitely man I'm just happy to do it with my guys you know shout out to my teammates they obviously make a lot of things happen not only for myself and I just got to do my part and then it'll come alive so who, who did you lean on kind of was there ever that doubt like man like you know can I can I do this in this league and how, how'd you power through that who'd you lean on for that I think I just leaned on my faith leaned on my faith you know regardless of the fact I've always had a, the utmost confidence in myself but you know as a as a young man especially in your 20s when things don't go as expected as you want them to off the rip you know that can kind of get a lot of guys in that younger face to maybe question themselves or doubt themselves but I I think, you know, my family, my mom, my dad, just where the, the type of background I come from. I come from soldiers. You know, my parents were military people, so that that, that don't quit attitude until the mission is accomplished, that's kind of always been what I live for. So. That's awesome. You get back to Benedictine and I. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I wish I could go back, man. I sure. wish. I miss Benedictine like crazy. For sure. <laughs> Shoot. Awesome. What, what's next for you guys? Got the one C. I mean, this would be your first time, you know, lock, locking in, getting ready for yeah, I mean the season. I think the biggest thing for us next is the Rams. You know, closing out the season on a on a W. That's that's our goal. Um, it's a really tough team. Matthew Stafford's like you know Hall of Fame quarterback, and I think uh, we got We're gonna have to go in and play some of my best ball because regardless of the fact, it's not just about what what stance you have for the playoffs, but you want to be playing at a high level when you go in. So. Getting the, getting the win against the Rams is our number one goal for sure. Nice. One more for you. Play, been playing with Chase for a little while now. He's another guy who needed a fresh start, needed a fresh city. Have you guys kind of connected over that? Oh, yeah. What's it been like? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, that, and that's what I would say, man, the D-line here and just being everybody here. We're all a group of really good guys. You know what I mean? Like Chase is someone who's a, obviously really hard worker, very talented. But, you know, he's a he's a he grew up with seven years, so just like me and everybody in our room. So I think the biggest thing is that we want the best for each other. And that gives you a lot more peace to go out there and play your best, for sure. Really appreciate the time. I'll see you down the road. Thank you. Thanks, man. That's Cleveland Farrell. Uh, he is a Richmonder. He is a San Francisco 49er, and uh, as you can hear, uh, he's happy. Uh, he, he's enjoying his time in San Francisco. Um, a, a lot of things to unpack there. Um, really enjoyed that interview with Cleland, obviously, and uh, great to hear him doing well. Of course, lots of, uh, you know, Gary Hess and all that crew uh, knows him and knew him going back and uh, certainly wish him well going forward. But uh, one of the things I really enjoyed from that interview was the importance of free agency and where you end up, right? We talk about this all the time in sports. If Tom Brady gets 
gets drafted by the Browns, uh, does he ever become Tom Brady or does he get cut after a year and a half, which seems far more likely, of course. Um, but Cleveland Farrell, drafted by the Raiders, spends his four years there, not only comes back for the redemption tour, but puts a lot of research into where he wants to go for the redemption tour, which is cool and, and which I respect and which I love. Uh, and, and that was awesome. He reached out to people he knew who were in the league, obviously has those Clemson connections, has those connections from playing for four years with the Raiders, uh, and picks a spot where he can thrive. Uh, had a sack of Sam Howell, three and a half sacks this year, one away from his career high. Uh, he'll chase that next week. And, of course, that uh, that locked-in mentality, we're just getting ready for the Rams. By the way, they're absolutely not just getting ready for the Rams. They're getting ready to be the one seat in the NFC in the playoffs. Um, also had a chance to talk to Chase Young, who was excited to be back home, excited to, uh, got to go see his dogs on Saturday. Um, I, I do wish Chase the best going forward. Uh, you know, we, we, I, I've been very critical of him and I was critical of the pick at the time. Uh, much like RG3, I, I think there's parallels to got empowered too early and too powerfully by a building that never should have empowered him to that degree. Uh, would be my takeaway on Chase Young. Uh, and, and I hope he finds success, uh, and I hope he you know, is, is able to kind of renew that love for the game there in San Francisco. And uh, Trent Williams, of course, who uh, said, said he talked to Kyle Shanahan during the week about it, uh, but he said Kyle's over it. Uh, new ownership, right? It was a long time ago. They're in a successful spot. And, Kyle's, and Trent said he's over it too, um, which you could tell because there were no – there were no shenanigans on Sunday. Uh, there were no, like, bringing Chase Young out for the coin toss or, you know, rubbing it in or running up the score or anything. They took care of business. They kind of sleepwalked through it, really, uh, got on the plane, and went home. So that's inside the, the inside the 49ers locker room. I uh, got my commander's observations when we come back. Of course, college football observations uh, towards the end of the hour. My chat with Ben Standig. We're back. It's a new year. It's the same great show. It's MP on the mic. Love having you on board. This is 910 The Fan Out, 105.1 FM. Sliding right along on a Tuesday, uh, not just any Tuesday, very special Tuesday. We're back uh, from our longest hiatus ever. Took all last week off for the holiday. Hope you had a great time uh, with you and yours uh, over the holiday certainly did here. Uh, I'm still up in D.C. with the family today and then uh, in Ashburn for Live from Ashburn tomorrow. You'd better believe, though, I'm getting out of there in time to get to the stew. Uh, 9 p.m. tip tomorrow night, VCU, and the Bonnie's fired up for that. We'll see how this team measures up. Uh, I'm not one uh, to get crazy excited about... Those non-conference uh, wins there, the cupcake wins that you get over the holiday break. Uh, I want to see it against a real competition. I think the A-10 is going to furnish the real competition this year. Uh, let's talk about UVA for a second, though, before we dive into my commander's observations, because uh, uh, yikes would be my takeaway on UVA. Really bad loss to Notre Dame. Uh, 76-54 to UVA losing to Notre Dame, and uh, that is absolutely... Uh, a, a real setback for Tony Bennett and his crew uh, who have had a couple bad setbacks this year. And this this ranked, this one was one of them. This this ranked among them. I'll be very curious. They got Louisville tomorrow. We'll see how they bounce back. Very curious to see what they make of this uh, and what they do from here because this is a team that arguably their most consistent basketball has been that ACC stretch, right, where they get warmed up. After the preseason, after the, the after the early season non-conference games, they're hitting their stride. It's not the randomness of March. It's a night-in, night-out grind. They really thrive on that, of course, as a defensive team. We will see where they head from here. But uh, right now, 
uh, we've got my commander's observations, and I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna keep this broad because I, I, I do think we have to address what a wacky week it was, right? And if you were to sum up the Ron Rivera tenure as a week, you could do worse than picking this one. He on on Wednesday he benches Sam Howell, right? Is it? Hey, Sam needs a break. This isn't going well. Um, th- this is the guy I've said is the future, and he's clearly not. And he's getting beat up, uh, and, and we're gonna give him a break. And so Jacoby Brissett practices all week, practices Wednesday, practices Thursday. They're two big practices. Thursday night calls the team doctor. Uh, says, hey, look, my hamstring's pretty tight. Um, they take a look at him. Say the event, He practices a little bit Friday. Then Sunday, he, he comes out, practices before the game. Uh, they give him a look, and he says, I can't do it. I can't go. And now all of a sudden, two hours before the game, Sam Howell, the guy you benched on Wednesday, is now the starter of the game. And, and that pretty much sums it up uh, for, the, for this year's Commanders. You can't help but laugh at the way these things go sometimes. Um, and that's, a, that's what it is. That's, that's what it is. That's what it was. Um, I, I don't want to go too deep on Sam Howell because, look, he, I, I think, maybe played a little looser early in the game, uh, which was great to see. I don't think the Niners were maybe uh, going full full go there. I think they're, uh, they're resting up. They had a big game uh, against the Ravens on Monday night and uh, did the cross-country flight and the 10 a.m. West Coast time game and all that stuff. So I don't know that they were full go. Uh, Howell's two interceptions in the second half. Those, those weren't good. Uh, just, just proof. You gotta you gotta burn this whole thing down and rebuild it. Uh, Howell's not your starter next year. I was hopeful for that at one point this year, uh, but it, it sure does feel like we are well past that now. Um, another long snapper folly yesterday. Uh, Tressway recovered. Uh, this hasn't been Tressway's best year. I'm gonna pretend like it's just the long snapper and keep it moving though, because I love Tressway. Hope he's one of the guys back next year. Uh, I've very much, I've said this before. I hope he's a four namer. He was a Redskin. He was a football team player. He's a commander. I hope he's a whatever's next to. Becomes a four-team player for these guys. I would love that. Uh, I think he's he's the best candidate to do that because I don't think that's coming imminently. Uh, although maybe I'm wrong on that. We'll see. Uh, but I don't think that's imminent at all. Uh, loved Brian Robinson having a great day. Loved Eric Bieniemy calling runs early in the game. That was exciting. Loved them throwing the ball to Terry McLaurin. This, isn't, this stuff isn't difficult. Let Brian run the ball. Let B-Rob run the ball. Let Terry catch the passes. Let your stars be the stars. Do your things. I thought John Allen and Deron Payne both had good games. This defense unquestionably played one of its better outings, especially given how beat up they were in the secondary. Uh, Of course, just no chance of holding the 49ers in check. There never was. Uh, But tied it at 10-10 for a minute. So that was a fun minute out there. Uh, Maybe not for the gamblers uh, doing their sweat, but uh, a little fun to see these guys have a moment that this this wasn't going to be a Miami game, this wasn't going to be a Bears game, um, but that this would be a game where at least going into halftime, things were respectable before the wheels come off. Uh, the timing of the Ron Rivera firing is probably most interesting to me now, and we'll dive into that uh, as the week goes on, obviously. Um, do you do it right after the game? Do you do it the next morning? Do you do it before the game uh, and announce this will be his last game? Uh, I'm curious if that's in play. Uh, somebody floated to me, by the way, Ron Rivera's career record right now is an exact 500 uh, if he would want to walk away. Now, I will say this. 
I think Ron Rivera looks at his career record at 500 and says, I can get the Cowboys this week. I can finish my career with a winning record. And he might be able to, for all we know. Um, now, it is helpful the Cowboys have something to play for because uh, if, if the Eagles lose to the Giants, the Cowboys can slide into that spot and, and take the NFC East on the home game. I don't think we're going to see full go Cowboys. But I think Ron Rivera looks at that and thinks, that's, that's one I could win. If you're Josh Harris, does that make you want to fire Ron Rivera right now and move on uh, to a lesser option to ensure optimal draft range? Hey, I can make a case for both those things. You know I can, uh, and you know I've done so. Um, so ton, tons going on there off the field, and the GM search goes. Look, one thing, though, there is no holdup in the search caused by not firing Ron Rivera. There's no such thing as an early start on the search. The search is underway. The search is full go. Nothing to worry about there. Uh, the business will be taken care of in its due course. All right, when we get back, my chat with Ben Standig of The Athletic, uh, which was for his podcast, The Standig Room Only. Uh, it was a great chat. Uh, we always intended to play that back here, of course, as well. So you will enjoy uh, all that because we, we don't talk too much about what happened today, which I think is good. Uh, end of the hour, some college football thoughts. We'll wrap it up. Uh, AWOD Radio takes over at noon. Grant and Daniel drive you home. Feels great to be back. Feels great to be saying that this is 910 The Fan, not 1051. All right, we're back. 910 The Fan, 1051 FM. First show of the year. Uh, not quite back in studio yet with my guy, JC. Uh, we'll be live from Ashburn tomorrow. Uh, back in studio Thursday, hopefully after a VCU win. They're taking on the Bonnies Wednesday night. You'll hear that, of course, right here on the fan today's show uh taped ahead of time one more day for me uh with the fam up here um have a, a special guest this morning uh you want to say hi say who you are hello my name is olivia hello olivia all right did you watch any football yesterday uh-huh who are you cheering for mm, the dogs the dogs go dogs all right cool you gonna work on your bracelets okay excellent good deal uh that was olivia giving us a go dogs there uh we got a got a seattle crew here uh, so it was uh, it was a big night last night for the Huskies, of course. Uh, man, that Bama-Michigan game lived up to the hype so good uh, coming down to the last play. I think, think the better team won in both games, uh, which you always like to see, of course. And we'll get a nice uh, nice little natty here a week from tonight. Uh, funny, after all the, uh, all the hand-wringing, uh, we end up with the same title matchup the BCS computers would have given us. Uh, maybe somebody can uh, dust off the old, uh, the old Atari and... Uh, uh, maybe we'll just let it start picking again from now on. Not t- 12 team playoff next year, um, but a very fun uh, New Year's Day of football. Uh, 8 Water Radio takes over after us. Uh, Grant and Daniel take you home starting at 3 here on the fan tonight. Uh, if you missed anything from this hour, you know what to do. Uh, hit the Odyssey app, it's free. Uh, we're doing the same things in 24. That we're doing that we did in 23. Hit the uh, hit the free Odyssey app. It's got the rewind button, and uh, uh, yeah, we had a, a great chat with Cleveland Farrell, Richmond's own uh, San Francisco 49ers logged a sack in that win over the Commanders on Sunday. Uh, it was great to hear from him, uh, kind of resurrecting his career uh, in a lot of ways out there in San Francisco uh, this year, and a part of a team that's uh, obviously got a chance to do some special things. Right, if we had the uh, if we had the college-style committee, pros would be, uh, it'd be a Baltimore-San Francisco title game. And I'll, I'll be curious if we get back to, to Ravens-Niners. Uh, I think they'll, uh, they'll have a few more tricks up their sleeves than they did on that Monday nighter uh, out there 
on Christmas night. Uh, also had a great chat with Ben Standig. Uh, his article's up on The Athletic, uh, previewing the thing you care about. Uh, who is going to be the next general manager of the Washington Commanders? Who is going to be the next coach of the Washington Commanders? Uh, we've got a game time for Sunday, Commanders-Cowboys, 4.30. Of course, you'll hear that right here on the fan local broadcast on Fox uh, 4.25, if you want to be specific. I'll be curious. I mean, I think the only question left here, right, is what's the timing uh, of firing Ron Rivera? Uh, do you do it before the game? Do you make it a tribute to him? Uh, I know the guy who has no winning seasons in four years, right, sounds a little facetious. But uh, as I've said many times, there's no – nobody could have led that team to success in that period of time with that ownership, those resources, uh, and obviously everything that was working against them on the field, off the field, in court, in litigation. Uh, there, there was an unwinnable situation. Now, it's, of course, the correct move for the Harris Group to move on, reset, um, but I, I don't think Ron Rivera should be villainized by any stretch. Uh, he was he was working, working with a lot there. Uh, first year COVID, second year cancer, uh, third year ownership, ownership swap, uh, and then this year, uh, you know, all, all the all the bad drafting caught back up to him. But uh, certainly no no reason to villainize him on the way out. A, a good guy. And you'll hear that from the players all week, too, of course, as we do uh, our player interviews this week. They like him. Uh, he'll be he'll be on his way. Um, a a legacy game on Sunday for him. Uh, if they beat the Cowboys, he has a career winning record. If they lose to the Cowboys, he has a career losing record. Um, certainly a, a defining game for these guys and, and this fan base as well. Uh, so close to that number two pick, you can almost taste it. Uh, you just uh, just need one more, uh, put one more L in the barn and, uh, and pick at number two, get people excited. Uh, I'm excited not just for the chance of getting one of the great quarterbacks, obviously, but the possibilities, the, the trade down, the, the trade up, uh, whatever it is, whoever you fall in love with. Uh, I keep falling in love with Michael Penix, man. I love watching that guy play football. He could he can sling it around. I know what the injury concerns are, and, and I don't want to dismiss those, right? You got almost have to have a running quarterback in today's NFL, and, and obviously that's a guy who runs very sparingly for good reason. Uh, but certainly, certainly wouldn't mind a late round pick on him if you want to grab one of the great receivers. Uh, some really good offensive linemen out there too. Uh, we got we got a lot of good commanders talk coming up uh, over the next week. Don't don't undersell this. As I talked about with Ben, we're about to turn the corner to the to the time you've been waiting for ever since the ownership change, and that is a competent group of people picking new executives, picking new coaches, uh, re refreshing the building. Uh, I think it's going to be a ton of fun to watch. But tomorrow, our focus will be almost exclusively on VCU, man. VCU against the Bonnies, a uh, big test to open A-10 play, 9 o'clock tip out there at the Stew. Uh, you'll hear it on the fan if you can't enough. If, if that's not for you, right? Uh, Sugar Bowl is a test of that. Did you make it to the end of the Sugar Bowl? You can make it to the end of VCU against the Bonnies. Uh, otherwise, catch it on the fan. Uh, really excited early season test for the Rams. All right, uh, back with JC tomorrow. Uh, looking forward to that. Uh, we're going to fire up uh, another hour of great programming here on The Fan. You're listening to 910 The Fan at 105.1 FM. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 